0: Shine when the light... hello (laughs) (laughs) we're starting the whole bit again all right the whole bit hi there hi how are you i'm doing great how are you i'm good i'm Cass. i'm emma Um, this is honey do me
1: podcast and we're so so happy you're here (laughs) it's like if kylie jenner was doing asmr (laughs) that's what you sound like not good but not good (laughs) this is our podcast we talk about sex and holes and Mm -hmm. sex uh in
0: holes in holes um and we are currently on our summer rewind we are balls deep in august mm-hmm. and this is the last month of our summer rewind we've taken the last few months to rewind um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just chill relax So we don't have a lot going on in our lives which yeah. is nice for us but we are coming back so hard first yeah. week of september
1: back to our our usual our regular shit we're back on the grind back on the shit yep yeah. absolutely i will say though that while I am typically up to nothing, I was up to something. Oh, and I have a small update. <gasps> you already you told know me. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I don't know, and it like takes me a I know. Sometimes I really enjoy doing that to you, but a lot of the time yeah. I can't hold things in longer than five seconds when it's I'm around hard. you. Hard. Yeah. Feels toxic. Yeah. Feels like I'm <laughs> lying to you. Feels like I'm manipulating. Manipulating you. I'm manipulating you. I'm manipulating you in some way. Maniple. <laughs> But I will say, I've been on some shit lately. (laughs) I've been on my shit. I've been in my season. I've been in my season. And I, for the very first time, tried to ask out a boy I thought was hot at the gym. And I did it in person. Um, And it was awesome and exhilarating mm-hmm. um and i just thought i'd share that with everyone that i did it i'm so proud of you so emma's been talking about this guy
0: for a while mm-hmm. and you've actually had interactions with other guys at that gym instead yep. and you're like eh, but it's not it's not, not gym guy it's not him it's not gym guy yeah um so this has been a long time coming i'm so proud of you thank you um yeah he was did amazing
1: he was walking out of the gym and i was walking out of the store next to the gym um and I was with my roommate and I was like should I go talk to him now she's like probably not he's getting in his car and I'm like I'm gonna do it and so I ran drops over. your jug of milk <laughs> yep and I had already perfected my script the day before mm-hmm. just in case which is oh, so, so you were ready I was ready your manifestation powers are unhinged oh my god I know um So as I was approaching, his like car window was down. Mm -hmm. And Thank God. Thank fucking God. If I had to rap on the window. Do you think you would have or would you have just kept walking? No, I would have like danced by the window in hopes of him like
0: (laughs) (laughs) turn around and shake that ass.
1: I literally my mind went blank. I was like, why am I doing this as I was walking (laughs) up to the car? But I was like, my feet's not stopping. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So I walked up and as his window was down, like, hi, I'm Emma. And he's like, hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. It felt like he was expecting it now. So now it just felt like a performance I had Mm -hmm. to put on. Um, You want a show? I'll give you a show. I'll give you a goddamn show. And I was like, I've seen you at the gym. And that's when my voice gets caught in my little Mm -hmm. throat box. And I thought I was going to cry. I really did. I was so nervous. I thought I was going to cry. And he's like, yeah. Like he kind of like knowing Mm -hmm. Cause he's like, yeah, you fucking look at me. Yeah, you've been the time. staring at me for months, <laughs> for a year now. Let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up. Um, and I was like, I'm actually moving soon because I am moving this summer, so I'm not gonna go to this gym anymore. Uh, so I just thought I'd shoot my shot and see mm-hmm. if you wanted to go out sometime. And he was like, I'm so flattered. Unfortunately, I'm married. <laughs> I was like. You're married. He's like, yeah. So, but he said he was flattered like four times. So best like best, best case scenario, case scenario for a denial, yeah. or rejection. Exactly. But yeah. he was so cute and he was so nice. So cute. Yeah.
0: We did break down his response a little bit and talk about how for Emma on Emma's end, stunning, perfect, beautiful, exactly what you wanted.
1: Mm-hmm. As
0: a wife, you never want to hear unfortunately, Unfortunately, I'm married. married. You can say, oh, thank you so much, but I'm married. Just if you're wondering as somebody. um, In a partnership. In a partnership. Don't say unfortunately.
1: I read so much into no's Mm -hmm. because when I'm dating and I think about how I would prefer the person I'm dating to say no to someone if they were Mm -hmm. approached at a bar. like, I would never say, no, I have a boyfriend because – my no is coming from a place of like I am not interested. Right. It's not because I have a boyfriend. That's a good point. If I have a boyfriend, that's not the reason I'm saying no. I would say no to you no matter no matter
0: who what was in front it's of me. Cuz I'm not you interested. You were the last crumb if, on earth I wouldn't eat you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So if if I were dating someone and he said no thanks I have a girlfriend, I would take that as like so if you didn't you would. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I know that that's probably toxic cuz like what else do you say when you're nervous. Okay. But I'm like, I would just prefer, like, no thank you, mm-hmm. not interested. Mm-hmm. That would mean more to me than no thanks, I have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. In his case, he probably had to say he was married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he probably should. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, but, yeah. Um, anyway. And that works more for, like, a bar scene. Anyway. So that works more in a club. In a club. Yeah. So that was um, what's happened most recently with me, and I've been proud of myself oh, for I'm that. I'm so
0: proud of you. You're thank doing you. so
1: good. You really are on your shit. Opening up like a flower.
0: Like a flower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about a you know? Big old flower. Uh, doing nothing. I've been having a lot of sex, actually, though, great. which has been fun um, and out of the ordinary for me. I mean, so it's my partner and I are interesting in that we will have a lot of sex and then not for mm-hmm. a while. And we're both okay with it. And then we'll have sex and we're like, why don't we do this all the time? It's fucking great. Uh-huh. And then we just won't for like a couple months. Yeah. And it's just like... Oh, yeah. Remember, yeah. you can put that inside me. Yeah. <laughs> Lock and key right here. Yeah. Um, so it's just funny how we do that. But we're in a, a sex phase right now. So have you had sex in my room. No, we have not had sex in your room. Thank you.
1: I did other things in your room. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. What counts as sex? <laughs> this is not a trick question. You laying in my marital bed. No fluids were put anywhere in your room. <laughs> Gross.
0: No fluids on the first floor. For the record, though, Friday night as we were on our way home, Emma was like, because I'm staying with Emma, Uh she's like, You guys should totally have sex in my bed. It's totally fine. I changed the sheets. Just have sex in my bed. Just have sex in my bed.
1: Oh my God. She's like, Lots
0: of people have sex in my bed. I don't know.
1: I was so drunk. I don't remember that. You were that very drunk, but you were all.
0: insistent
1: I don't remember that, that we should have all. sex in your bed. So. That's
0: amazing. I and- tried to have sex in your shower, but I think he was also drunk, and he uh, stayed playing a card game on his phone. <laughs> all right. Isn't that just like, that's a rejection? That's a rejection for <laughs> that's you. That's not a good rejection. Unfortunately, I have to play a card game right now. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, I have a card game I need to yeah. tend to. It's timed. So <laughs> It's timed. <laughs> I'm doing really well right now. Scurry on. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, um, as a topic switch for this rewind, we're bringing it back to, well, I guess it's not off topic because we just said no fluids. Oh, yeah. And this is fluid forward. This is yes fluids. This mm-hmm. is fluid
0: positive. Fluid positive. What we're, are we doing? We're talking about squirting with mm-hmm. Shay Alexander. We're rewinding to just one of our favorite people and such a fun episode. Um, I think we're all very curious about squirting. Yeah. But uh, Shay just
1: has all the answers, mm-hmm. and I fucking love Shay. Oh my yeah. god, she's so cool. <laughs> Shay is so cool. Common topic to misunderstand and to like mm-hmm. steer away from. Yeah, um, a lot of myths. A lot of myths. Like. A lot of myths, mm-hmm. and also like how to. Yeah, you know it's like very question marky on mm-hmm. on that. So this is a very interesting. As well as fun and adorable episode.
0: It's been a long time since mm-hmm. we released this
1: episode. Have you squirted or tried to squirt since? I haven't. I've understood the feeling more mm-hmm. of like I almost agree. pee. Well, spoiler, almost pee feeling. Yeah. Um. So I've understood the feeling that Shay describes more, but mm-hmm. I've never done it. Have you? I think I almost have. Okay. I really
0: think like I was so close, but I was masturbating. It was with a like a clit suction toy. Oh. Um, but not one in my normal rotation. Okay. Just like a kind of random one that I have, and I like used it. I like had orgasmed twice, Jesus and then Christ. towards the s- uh, end of the second one, I
1: was like, "Oh shit!" But That's
0: then it. it. Didn't. <laughs>
1: so wow, yeah, and almost cool. squirt, <laughs> and almost squirt. I squirted in my pants. Squirt <laughs> squished my pants. I squished my pants. That's my new way of saying I cummed. Yeah,
0: I cummed. Coom. Oh, my God. Quick ick. When um, Jurg and I first started dating, he once said cummed, like, during, like, kind of, like, after sex. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I cummed or something. And I was like, it's came. <laughs> it's came. And I you caveman. hate that you just said that. Mm-hmm. It.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't blame out you. Out of
0: all things in our relationship, that's the thing that still sticks to me. With you. he calmed and it stucks with me it stucks
1: with me (laughs) words are hard
0: anyways um, here's Shay we love you and we'll see you on the other side Bye. bye
2: my name is Shay. Also know Shay is love. I am a sex educator and I'm also the one half of the pleasure hour, which is hosted on clubhouse every Wednesday at seven Pacific standard time. Um, and in that space, we talk about everything sex, love, pleasure, uh, especially sexual health. We have to always like sprinkle some of that in there because mm-hmm. people do get really excited about sex, but we like to also educate while we're in the space. So, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy to be here. Um, I noticed that squirting, since that room, it's been like, it just ran rapid the whole week. Like everyone I know was doing squirting content and everyone wanted to talk to me about it. And I was just like, people really love to talk about squirting. And I love it because I actually haven't had a chance to talk about it as much as I've wanted to. So to find people that are actually interested, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do this.
1: (laughs) Yay. We're so excited to have you here. We... We like thought of squirting as a topic randomly one day. We're like, we just got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We've, but bo- I at least I've been kind of uncomfortable saying the word squirting. Um, <laughs> freaks me out. We've said it like eighty times over the past few days, yeah, so it's so gotten now a lot more comfortable and ready. But... <laughs> and your clubhouse meeting was so interesting. Like I, we loved listening in on that. It was phenomenal and hearing people say squirting so casually. It was just great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we.
1: It- In our experience, we haven't
0: heard squirting talked about in like a very like casual, normal capacity. It's always like this like, oh, my God, kind of crazy thing or like this almost like stigmatized Mm -hmm. thing. I don't know. It just feels like this super sexual thing. So when we're not even comfortable with like the basics of sex to go even deeper and then incorporate like body fluids and all of that, it just feels like this whole other level. So Mm -hmm. I am so excited we're talking about it today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Definitely. And for people who might also be uncomfortable, like, with the term squirting, um, one of the women who comes into the space, and she's I- I- extremely amazing, um, is Michelle, and she's a sexologist, and she actually uses the word splash.
1: Ooh, so, I like
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is zesty. <laughs> so for anyone who maybe, like, is, is not the most comfortable with the word squirting, you can, like, substitute mm-hmm. it for spl- I thought it was kind of cute, so
1: that's super cute.
0: It really I goes splash. with that idea of splash zone. Too. I was just gonna so. say, get in my,
1: get out of my splash zone, or get in my, get, splash. or step into my splash zone.
0: It, giving people yeah. options. It's all about consent. Yeah, it's all about consent.
2: I, yeah, I it's love like, to splash or not to splash. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's so
1: cute. Um, okay, I'm I'm so excited and ready. So I feel like we should start with what is squirting, we wrote, what is the squirt? (laughs) What exactly is it?
2: So squirting is the release of bodily fluids. Once a woman reaches a certain sexual peak, Um, it is different from an orgasm. It is also different than ejaculation because that release of fluid is what some people would compare to urine but it's not um so it, it's it's similar to ejaculation in that it's a release of body fluids but it's not the same thing
1: and it's not urine you're saying no
2: it's it's not it, it does contain some traces of urine in it. and there's been studies that show that some women um their squirt does have higher concentrations of urine and while others have less
1: hmm. okay and that's because of like where is it coming out of exactly it
2: it comes from a different place and i wish i had a little vagina mold. they're really hard they're a lot harder to come by than like most people think oh Um, interesting yeah so it is released from a different from a different tract that's what it is um but again it's still bodily fluid so it's still a release of fluids from the, the body from the vagina so
0: Okay. So, yeah. so does it come out of the urethra then? Like it comes yeah. from the same place that you would yeah. pee, which is makes sense why there would be urine in it. Yeah,
2: it does come from the urethra, but the tract is just different.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. We have so many different tracks and roads and maps <laughs> going on inside of us. I feel like literally every time I talk to a different expert, we're like learning more and more about what's inside of our bodies, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But it's also like, why don't I know what's happening when some of this is like so natural, like squirting can be so natural, but why don't I know where it's coming from?
2: (laughs) Well, a part of the reason why for like women and men, both, um, why we don't know so much about sex is because it's studied in a very particular way. And the information is given to us in a very particular way. So, uh, earlier in the last week, it's Sunday now, but last week I took a course on erectile dysfunction and it was really interesting to see how even from that perspective, you still bring women into the conversation because we kind of have to as educators. Um, and what we found was that men are studied medically when it comes to the sex and women are studied psychologically. So everything's always connected to like how we feel and but from a mental level, but no one's ever going like how does she feel down there? Why does she feel like th- you know? Why does she feel that way down there? Yeah. Um, and it's even it's interesting. I had a doctor come into one of our rooms, and she shared with us that for some women the G spot does move. So even when talking about something like squirting, you know, you might have this area that you're like, oh, I know if you know he goes there or if she goes there, you know, or if I go there. I'll, I'll have this courting experience, but we also have to recognize that for some women the G spot will shift a little, whether it's, you know, that blood flow making it a little more puffy down there, so it's moving to the front, or it's a little more relaxed, so it's moved to the back. So, you know, it's a lot. We have a lot going on down there, but it's really beautiful to study.
0: That is so interesting. And that's just like, I don't know. I feel like my mind is like lighting up because <laughs> I've never really thought about how we do study women in a psychological, Mm -hmm. emotional way. And it's like, everything is about like how we feel, but it's like, also I'm like a body. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not just a mind. right? So thinking about how, I feel like whenever I have pain or something isn't right, I'm like, well, what is stressing me out? Like Mm. what is making me uncomfortable psychologically and not like, hey, maybe something's actually going on with my body that I need to check in with.
1: Yeah. Like, fuck. I know. So- (laughs) emotionally and mentally, I can totally see that in some ways, because that's very valid when Mm -hmm. it comes to like how I get turned on and maybe how others could get turned on, whatever. But that's so true. It's like we also have physical shit that goes on that Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. And I want to know about that, too.
2: Yeah, and I think it's important for, like, as we talk about it more and as people become more comfortable with these conversations, for them to know, too, like, don't just place sexuality for women under the umbrella of, women are so emotional and that's why. And it's like, or she's just horny because... Her body is just telling her that she wants to squirt. Um, one of the questions that was posed in the room, and I, I was like, oh, I so want to like repeat like a part of that conversation. Um, there was a gentleman and I was so happy he asked the question. When we get men in our spaces, it's really beautiful because they do come in like respectfully or they're trying mm-hmm. to learn and they're always like the vagina, <laughs> <laughs> you know, squirting like orgasms. They're always like really inquisitive. Um, and someone asked, he said, so for women, when it comes to squirting, is it a psychological thing or is it a physical thing? And I was so happy to hear women who are not only professionals in the field, but obviously, you know, vulva owners mm-hmm. um, share their experiences and say, it's a hundred percent both, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be at the same time. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive, but for a lot of women You can have both the desire to be physically stimulated and mentally stimulated in a sexual experience, but sometimes one can exist without the other.
1: I'm that's just so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I I just that's so interesting because I literally know nothing about squirting because it was just something that I'd seen or heard of only in porn and only existing in this very like theatrical way instead of just being like a normal function. So when people would talk about it as normal humans, I'd be like. So what did you do to get that there? Like, mm-hmm. ha- why did you have to do that party trick to, like, have sex? But it's – I I just – it's so cool to learn so much more about it and that it can be mental and physical. It's just so many things.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm and, you, and you said it too. You mentioned porn. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in porn, a lot of squirt scenes are not real. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not real. Um, And and they'll do it for theatrics. They'll do it for effects. They do it because that's what people want to see. Right. Like Mm -hmm. they're like, we're getting paid to, you know, shoot these these splash scenes, if you will. And we got to get this woman to do it. But what if she's not? a squirter but what if that's the one category she just hasn't done and this is the one category that we know if we get her to do this like we're gonna make ton of money off of um and it's unfortunate because now it's creating this unrealistic expectation on what it looks like to get there which is different for every woman but it definitely doesn't look like porn like you're not getting there in 30 seconds you know yeah. what I mean um but I will say that It is. It is. You said party trick. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of glad you said it like that, because it should be a normal thing. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be like, oh, my God, like, what'd you do to get there? And why? why?" I mean, yes, explore the curiosity. It's beautiful. But I will say just to kind of take the pressure off for a lot of people that that's not the peak of pleasure for everyone. You know, women can orgasm, my studies as of now says 14 different ways, you know, and some of them are non penetrative So you have nipple orgasms, you have orgasms that can happen in the pelvic area with, again, without penetration, you have clitoral orgasms. So you have these different type of orgasms that don't even require penetration. So, so, and women enjoy them all. So I'm saying that to say, there's no pressure, like there's no pressure to be a squirter because, truth be told, even being able to do it, you don't always want to do it. Like you don't want to take the time to get there. Sometimes, sometimes you just want to touch and feel and, you know, enjoy those parts of sex. And other times you just don't want to clean up the mess. I'm going to be honest. Um, (laughs) I love when that came up in the room. I was just like, oh my God, can we talk (laughs) about how they get messy? But if you do want to make the mess, Get the waterproof sheets. They do help. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Get the waterproof sheets. You can get them on Amazon. They definitely help. But, you know, you're not always prepared. Sometimes you are. Sometimes you're not. And it might be the couch, okay, or the the rug (laughs) that gets messed up. But either way it goes, it's not the peak of pleasure for everyone. So I definitely wouldn't want you know, men to psych themselves out to like, you right. know, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. And I wouldn't want women to ruin the experience or either party to ruin the experience of just enjoying your partner, enjoying being touched and pleased and aroused just because you're so fixated on getting to this particular goal. And who's to say that's your favorite kind of orgasm? You might like mm-hmm. clitoral orgasms a lot better than squirting because that's pretty common. So mm-hmm. Yeah, just no pressure. Yeah. No
0: pressure. <laughs> I love that. Like it's experience oriented versus goal oriented, yeah. which I think we can apply in like every aspect of sex. <laughs> I have so many clarifying questions that just keep like oh my gosh, popping up into my head. I'm yeah. like overflowing with them. So my mm-hmm. first one is can everyone squirt or is it just some people that can squirt?
2: So there a lot of people have their theories. So I don't think this from what I've researched, I've not been able to give a definite yes or a definite no, because some people and, and this is what I love about like sex therapists, sex educator, people that work professionally in the field. They're like, oh, everyone can do it. They're like, everyone can do it. And we're going to get everyone to do it. And in my mind, I'm like, I think I want to be on that team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that sounds
2: like the fun, yeah. <laughs> the fun team. Yeah. The
1: fun team. The positive team. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so even though, like statistically right now, a lot of women, the majority of women who are having sex with cis head partners, mm-hmm. male partners, are not having orgasms. I, I want to say it's up mm-hmm. to like 60 right now and it's really unfortunate but I think that before we get to a point of being like can all-women squirt it's like can we just get an orgasm like this yeah starts um but I definitely I will say that in my studies I will make it a point to actually be one of those professionals that sees how many women we can get on the on the on the splash train <laughs> I love
0: it Oh, I love that so, so much. Happy. That's really funny.
1: So it's worth a shot. It's for worth everyone. A shot.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, because if if you do it, you're gonna enjoy it. And another thing that I would encourage um, is solo play. Like I think mm-hmm. that solo play is so it's fun for one. If you don't think it's fun, it's okay. Fine, <laughs> find the things about it that's fun. If you're in the early stage of like exploration, but I will say solo play is okay. In solo play, you can experience you know, splashing from Um, what you can do. And for for everyone, it's different. You can do the external toys. So the toys that are more stimulating to the clitoris Mm -hmm. um, or you can do vibrators or dildos, anything along those lines that have like that curve, because it's, it's, it's the curve. It's the hook that really does it for that G spot and that motion for you to be able to stimulate it enough to get the release of fluids. So you know, I would say at this point, I mean, how many ladies want to prove that we all can squirt? Because if, if that's if that's if that's gonna be the new study, I think we'd just be in La La Land. All yeah. The time.
1: I would I would be a part of that study. Team Splash. I <laughs> Team Splash. I'm
2: thinking <laughs> Splash. that maybe, you know, I might have to ask a couple of professionals if we can all just pull our networks in and right. Just, you know. Oh, that's
1: so cool. So basically what you're saying is To squirt, you have to stimulate those upper areas towards the the G spot, towards that like the other
2: connects. Right, it's the G spot area. So, and and it doesn't really require much. So, like if you have a partner um, and you want to do partner play, you would you would have your partner obviously wash their hands first. I'm I'm, (laughs) Mm -hmm. throw (laughs) that that. out there. Okay, wash (laughs) your hands if you are going (laughs) to touch anyone. Mm-hmm. Sexual manner. Okay, yes. <laughs> like wash hands <laughs> um so have your partner wash your hands make sure you know nails are cut down because what you don't want to do is you don't want to start to create those tears down there because oh. that can cause bacteria and infections mm-hmm. um and you want to have them place two fingers so they can take the first and second we're on zoom there mm-hmm. we go mm-hmm. or we can do these two and you want to take them you want to insert them about two inches in of course ask your partner you know like is this mm-hmm. is this up enough is it far back adjust as needed and then you're going to do that come here motion okay yeah you're going to do the come here motion and you can do it towards yourself as well it'll work um, but what you don't want to do is you don't want to like hook and like jab I was gotcha. calling it jerk chicken I was like it just <laughs> Jesus, that will be the name of the move like don't jerk chicken The vagina, do a nice massaging motion when you do the come here motion. So make it slow. You know, don't apply too much pressure, but apply a little bit pressure. And then adjust as needed. But definitely communicate with your partner. If it doesn't feel good and it's not comfortable, then, you know, just make those adjustments. But, you know, I would encourage ladies to definitely, you know, communicate with your partner on the amount of pressure and on the speed as well.
0: So should you be looking for, like... I feel like when I've heard the G-spot talked about before, it's been referred to as almost like this little like almond that you can feel. Like, is that something that you should be looking for? Does it not feel like that on everyone? Like, what should you like physically be like feeling?
2: Mm-hmm. So it'll be like a puffier area. So it's an area that definitely stands out because once you once you touch it, you're just like, oh, this is like an extra little pocket of puff. Um, okay. Some some descriptions are like a sponge like but it doesn't give me sponge like vibes I mean unless we're talking about like gelatin in a makeup brush sponge you know we're not talking about the old school grandma you know the ones that our moms wash dishes with those sponges it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like that to me I don't Okay. Like, no, not, not really spongy, but almost like a little pocket of um, thick gelatin surrounded by skin, if you will, and moisture. <laughs> if that uh, doesn't
1: I- turn you on, I don't know what <laughs>
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere like a, I have a really, oh, the visual came to mind. I was going to say a bubble, but like a balloon, like a water balloon. When you're okay. filling the water balloon, but it's not fully full. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like some water in there, and it, you know, can dangle. Kind of <laughs> looks like a like a like a testicle, if it looks like a testicle. So if you can imagine a testicle inside a vagina, <laughs> kind of like that, which I know is also a very interesting visual. But
1: if anyone I wants love to this. make drawings and then send them to us <laughs> of everything we're talking about, I feel like you are <laughs> inviting in some. Interesting content, fan art. I know. Yeah. I would love to see that. That would be fantastic. Oh my gosh! Um, and
2: the and the reason why it's like that too is because you do get that 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 rush of blood down there. You know, just like the penis becomes erect and it enlarges when mm-hmm. you know it's aroused. It's it's due to that blood flow. So just like our clitoris has become larger, um, our G spots tend to do that as well. This is
0: so interesting. Mm. I love it. And something like I would love to know your definition of the G-spot, like from your research and all of that. Like we've talked to a lot of different experts and it feels like everybody has like a different perspective on it, which we love. And we love hearing like all of the, Mm I don't even say like opinions is the right word, but like
2: perspective on it. Yes, (laughs) I like that one. Um, (laughs) I would actually call it a pleasure pocket. Okay. And the reason why... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. So the reason why is because calling it the G spot makes it seem like that's the only place mm-hmm. to get pleasure. And it's not. And I think that it's taken away from the other ways that women not only can orgasm, but experience pleasure. So I would consider it a pleasure pocket. Another reason why I would consider it a pleasure pocket is because there are other things when you when you go in there, that feel good. I mean, whether it's the G spot moving a little bit to the left, to the right, to the front or back, sometimes it just feels good. Like I don't know. I, I would assume that I could ask some women if it just feels good going in sometimes, or if it just feels good to be in there. Even whether it's the the connection from an emotional perspective or physical perspective sometimes it just feels good to fill it in there and but you don't need to touch the g-spot to feel it and to enjoy it and for it to feel good so i would actually consider the g-spot to be a pleasure pocket
1: I think that was your favorite definition so far. Yeah, I, I love it. Done. I also I
0: love I love anything with the word pocket
1: in it. <laughs> I <laughs>
0: love
2: pants. I love dresses with
1: pockets and any tor- Okay, who uh, doesn't love dresses with pockets? I, I'm, I'm sorry. totally I'm here for that. Yeah, I agree
2: with okay, you me too. One time I bought a dress um- sidebar everybody <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry but i bought a, a dress and when it had pockets i was like oh and it has pockets like you know you 10 times better you, it. you don't care if it had pockets or not the dress was really cute but when it gets pockets or when it has pockets you're like
1: things are do only going, going many up for things here. now like you can go out without a jacket you can go do more stuff without a jacket yeah because if it's a oh, jacket you you the need pockets. pockets i was like you're not keeping your arms warm in those pockets <laughs> no well,
0: you can I'm do like so you're so wearing a we should talk
1: about this later we should tra- we should do an episode about pockets <laughs> <laughs> we should talk self check friend check on how you're Pause wearing this. your Let's pockets put a pin in it <laughs> we will check in oh my god leave me alone
0: um, I love that definition. And I, I have... I'm going to speak. <gasps> okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so with the G-spot, everyone is saying, you know, I've heard multiple times it's about two inches, it's up and curved, and I would just... Is it super accessible for solo play as well? Because I feel like that itself could be kind of a Cirque du Soleil gesture to like curve mm-hmm. around and up. And like, could I be looking for the G-spot? masturbating
2: yeah absolutely what I find is that it's easier with the two middle fingers to do it because you can actually fold the sides so like Mm -hmm. if you turn it like this like towards yourself it's easier the whole thing looks like this at that point you're kind of like it looks a little clawy but you (laughs) know how much pressure to apply so it doesn't hurt Mm -hmm. um so the two middle fingers I find it be easier maybe it's also because they're the two longer Mm -hmm. um if your hands are not enough then you're more than welcome to explore different toys Uh, toys make it a a lot easier and i will say that shout out to femtech okay because they are killing it right now like they are creating toys that are extremely user-friendly for like both partners which i think is great right Mm -hmm. um and so, if you want to explore like a toy, you can get something, you know, something small, you know, you don't have to go, you know, crazy, get anything too mm-hmm. big or anything, especially, you know, if you're new to playing with toys. Um, and you could just get something small. Just make sure it has that curve on it. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier. Not that you can't do it with something that doesn't curve, it's just that a nice small curve makes it easier to find the G spot.
1: Okay.
0: okay. What about sense. like positioning? Oh, yeah. Like positioning your body. For squirting or for G spot? For both, I okay. guess. Yeah, for both solo and partner, and then like in <laughs> the context throw of her 14 all questions. of questions. Yeah. <laughs> Just but let's I have talk. One good
2: answer for yeah. all of them.
1: Okay. <laughs> Lovely. I knew what
0: I was
2: doing. Sorry. <laughs> there is an overrated position or underrated position. I say missionary is highly underrated.
1: Okay. See, that's what I've been saying for years. (laughs) Laying on my back is so underrated.
2: It is is so underrated. (laughs) Who doesn't want to be a pillow me.
1: I do. Just
2: lay there. Please, go on. So the reason why I say missionary is underrated is because there's a lot of things you can do with missionary to get really creative. So if you have a partner and you and your partner want to get creative with whether it's hand play, whether it's peanuts, whether it's toys, you guys can still do missionary because what it does is, It allows you to not only like look at each other and, you know, touch each other. There's more accessibility to the body in that position. Um, You can also tilt your bottom half up with like a pillow or um, a sex pillow. And that makes it so your body is perfectly angled for it to be easier to find the G-spot. And it's a really good position to squirt in, especially if you're just now getting started with toys or finding the G spot or trying to explore squirting missionary is such a great position woman on back. But whether you're alone or with a partner, I would encourage doing um I mean, if you just, if you're like, look, my pillow's not coming in soon enough, you know, this delivery is taking an extra three days, but I'm just in the mood. I'm ready to kind of like go there. Put a couple of pillows under the small of your back. So you want to make sure your hip bone is at an angle like this. Okay. So as long as your hip bone is, is, is higher than your chest, you're fine.
1: Okay. Okay. And that's to help hit the front part, the mm-hmm. that whole area.
2: Yeah. And then another really cool tip is if you're already in that position, you can also kind of push on your lower stomach area, the area right Mm -hmm. above, you know, where your pubic hair starts. Um, Just push down on that a little bit. Adjust your pressure as needed. You don't need to apply too much pressure. But if you push down on that, it actually kind of pushes down the G spot and then you can. Tap it a little bit more. It's fun.
1: That's smart. Okay. <laughs> Life hack. Life hacks. So Life I have <laughs> kind of a weird question. I like masturbating when <laughs> I'm yelling this in your house. When like I kind of have to go to the bathroom.
2: Which, Does that make sense?
1: No. I just wanted you to clarify.
2: <laughs> God, I hate you.
1: When I kind of have to pee And is that just because it just feels more full and it kind of makes it more sensitive? And is that help with the G spot? But then would that mean that I'd have more pee if I was squirting? (laughs) I don't know. These are all questions that just came to my head.
2: Yeah. So you might be more likely to squirt if your body is full of fluids, um, just because you actually have the fluids to do so. So stay Mm -hmm. hydrated that want to squirt. Um, also, like right. Here. Training, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got plans. What are you trying I to do? I got big plans tonight.
0: <laughs> I'm applying this knowledge immediately. Immediately.
2: <laughs> um, I would also say that because when the bladder is full, there's like a pressure sitting, Mm -hmm. sitting in the lower area, um, you're almost applying a little bit more weight to the G spot area. So you're probably a little bit more aroused just because it's already like being stimulated. It's like, Oh, okay. Got a little pressure down there, you know? And, And I think that more women probably do experience just a little bit of like a uh, feel good sensation down there right before they're going to go pee or when they have a full bladder. We just don't talk about it much, but yeah, okay, I, can, I, can, I can second that.
1: I'm really
0: glad feel. that you asked that. I know Thanks. I made a joke out of it, but I will say that I had a doctor tell me like, okay, make sure you pee before and after sex. Mm-hmm. But I usually just like to pee after sex. So I like to save it up so I don't get a UTI. Mm. But I have noticed that when I do have like more in me, mm-hmm. um, the sex is better and I do enjoy it more. Yeah. So I'm really – I never would have put those things together. Okay. So, you're saving the world. Thanks. <laughs> you are saving the
2: world. You're well, saving vaginas and orgasms and clitorises mm-hmm. and
1: G-spots. So hold your pee,
0: babies. So hold your pee. That is,
1: well, I'm so happy that you put like the science knowledge behind that because I've always thought I was kind of funky for like thinking that and being like if I knew I was going to have sex and I knew I had to pee, I'm like, well, I'll just – I'll hold that all Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's going to make me feel more sensitive and kind of make this process more enjoyable. then after I really have to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. but in general, I just feel more sensitive and I didn't want to be alone. So thank you both. (laughs) Even
2: though the reasoning for peeing beforehand is totally understandable and it is healthier to do so um sometimes we just have to sacrifice you
1: yeah know. <laughs> sacrifice. A, little
2: pleasure for a little more health which is understandable pick so. my battles
1: I pick
0: my battles <laughs> where I can I'll have a smoothie for breakfast <laughs> and then I'll hold my pee before sex
1: <laughs> there we go <laughs> <It's balance. Okay. laughs> so we mentioned earlier too um about cleanup and so I kind of want to know what is it that we're cleaning up like what is the texture and what is it that's coming out (laughs) you know like is it the texture of how like cum feels or is it the texture and like the water watery like pee since it has more bodily fluids like how much is going everywhere or is it more just you know in one spot
2: (laughs) I love this question um some people can ejaculate and squirt at the same time, meaning they'll Ooh. have the ejaculation, which is the thicker, mm-hmm. um, the thicker substance of bodily fluid. Uh, and that can range from like a white to a creamy color to an almost clearish color. Um, it's really similar to the male ejaculate to sperm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also for squirting, it is a more liquid clearish urine look to it, if you will. Okay. Um, and it can vary. You mentioned amount. Um, you know, <laughs> some people can, you know, hear. Other people might, you know, full water bottle. Like, it just varies oh. from woman to woman. And not only does it vary from, from person to person, it also varies from sexual experience So or sexual encounter. So you might squirt on Monday, and it was a lot, and then you squirt on you know, Friday and it wasn't, it wasn't as much and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you squirted a lot on Monday. It's just that with each sexual experience or with each splash release, um, it could just, it could just vary in amount. And sometimes depending on how hydrated you are, that can play a huge part in it. So, I mean, if you want to, Play with the amount. You just want to have fun with seeing how much you can That's get. That's when out. I really like, fill
1: up my bladder before <laughs> to play with that.
2: Drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water all day too. Like, yeah, just to be a you know before your partner comes over or before you start to explore. Like just stay hydrated overall in general. Mm-hmm. We're happier when we're hydrated and mm-hmm. we have higher chances of squirting more. Yeah.
0: So yeah. here's another question. Then with Cause we've talked about like how toys and fingers could like make you squirt. But like if you have a penis inside of you, like how could you mm. encourage squirting if you're having like penis vaginal feels like sex flow? Yeah. Like there's a lot of questions with that. Like how is, do you do something special with the penis and then can, yeah, we'll start with that.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So to start off easy, um, that pillow. That pillow is going to be okay. the guide to splashing with a partner. So the reason why is, again, because you're at an angle, it makes it easier for, for when he's entering to massage that area. It's just, it's like a nice massage as it goes in and out. And so that pillow is going to be ideal for when having a partner. Not only that, uh, all penises are not the same. So some Mm -hmm. of them actually have nice little curves and, you know, it might curve down or, you know, to the right or to the left. So wherever your G spot feels the most stimulation, adjust yourself to a position where his curve will hit that spot. It makes a huge difference. I mean, if, it, if yours is angled a little bit more towards the right and his, you know, curve goes to the right. I mean, you guys are good. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and if it and if for whatever reason, his goes to the left and you're on the right, just alter that position where his curve goes to your G spot and it'll make it a lot easier. Also, a lot, a lot, a lot of foreplay and a lot of stimulation before penetration. This is mm-hmm. why I say that, because We don't have to leave it up to the penis alone. And I really want to encourage partners to start practicing with fingers because fingering is a lost art. I know that I've heard a lot of people say they don't like it, but I think they don't like it because it doesn't feel good. But realistically, we think about sex. We're okay with bringing a toy into the bedroom, but we're not okay with using our hands in all facets. It's just like, you know, be willing to explore what that looks like. And I definitely think that people should start encouraging, you know, mastering the art of fingering. It's a beautiful thing. And it's definitely, it's probably in my opinion, the easiest way to um, explore the splash. So oh, that makes so splash. much sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, what came to mind was this vivid memory <laughs> of when I uh, was in high school and my boyfriend at the time, the sex position that he was like, we have to do this, was my legs over his shoulders Acrobat. and like on my back. <laughs> it was very acrobatic. He's like, and this is going to be great because it's going to like straight hit your G spot. I can tell you if that was my G spot, Ouch. I am not interested.
2: <laughs> so I
0: don't think it was. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Yeesh. Cuz th- so that's what I've always thought of as like G-spot and squirting was like that position and I was like, well, not for me. Not so for you. I'm really
2: good. Yeah, and, and it can be adjusted cuz for some women they might not need a lift up as high. Some mm-hmm. women may need, you know, to be lifted a little higher and some women may need to be turned around for uh the from the back position. Okay. Or side. Uh, that's also a really good one. Something that a lot of people um don't do and don't regularly practice is like tantric and kama sutra, mm-hmm. and in 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 both um, practices, what you find is you find a lot of positions where the men and women are really close, mm-hmm. and and as you as you experience and explore with a partner, um, a male holder, what you or a penis holder, what you find is that that closeness creates the the massage and it gives the pressure, and so it gives the pressure without exerting a lot of energy, mm-hmm. if you will. Without the you know? jamming. So you get to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not jamming and ramming. Instead, you're like, you're massaging and you're intimate and you're a lot closer. And that's a really fun way to play around with the G-spot as well.
1: So you also mentioned earlier, and I think I just want to clarify because I am still a dum-dum. Um, <laughs> so squirting isn't necessarily the peak of pleasure, right? And is it, what does it actually feel like when it happens? Like, is it an orgasm? Is it just a really exciting like blip in the middle? Or what is that feeling? And can you like keep going after and get an orgasm after squirting?
2: Yeah. So it depends on the woman. And that's the really cool thing is that not only does it depend on the woman, it's again, like case by case with your own body Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. each sexual experience. So you can orgasm and squirt at the same time you can ejaculate and squirt at the same time or you can just squirt on its own for some women yes they can continue afterwards for some women maybe not and and that can vary so maybe on monday you wanted to keep going after releasing a ton and then on Friday you're just like mm, like that was it for me so it can be the peak of pleasure not mm-hmm. that it's not not that it could not be for some people but it's not going to be that for every woman and it's not going to be that for every sexual experience so I'll get personal so for me sometimes I just want a clitoral orgasm or sometimes I just want to ejaculate and other times I'm like you know I think I want to clitoral orgasm first and then I want to squirt and then I want to relax and then I want to come back and then I want to orgasm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you, you might want different things depending on how much you've explored and depending on how much, you know, you're connected to the different orgasms that you experience. And every now and again, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, like, is it a mental thing for women? Is it a a physical thing? Mm -hmm. Every now and again, your body might go, I just want to release. (laughs) Like, I don't know (laughs) what it is, but my body is telling me something that maybe my mind is not. And we need to release. But it's also... You know, your body gets all the, the natural feel goods when you have sex and when you orgasm. It, it gives you the adrenaline, the dopamine, the oxytocin, like it gives you all the feel good drugs. So, you know, of course, your body's going to want that feeling. So, you know, it just depends on how your body wants to get that feeling. Does your body want the the, the good drugs from an orgasm, from squirting or from ejaculation?
1: We're so powerful. You know, like we just can do so fucking much and I love it. It makes me so excited (laughs) to try things. Um, (laughs) Two questions came up for me. I'm sorry. I'll let you talk if you have questions. Um, Is it something if you're first starting out squirting and you're you're one of your first couple experiences, is it something you kind of have to breathe past like that feeling of needing to pee? Because I've heard that multiple times, too, where you kind of have to like breathe through that and just relax into it and then it can kind of flow is that what it feels like
2: before it happens absolutely especially when it's something new you're just like wait hold on like what like wait wait hang on what is this and sometimes not all the times but when you're doing it if you have a partner and you tell them to stop you're like stop you could lose it but sometimes you don't and it just continues to build up but that whole like wanting your partner to stop and trying to figure out what's going on and you're like, do I have to pee? Like, what's going on? It's like, yes, you do. You have to breathe through it and you have to relax. Um, that That's a key thing. And I think that whether you're going to squirt or orgasm or ejaculate or just enjoy the experience for pleasure, relaxing is key to enjoying, you know, intimacy, physical intimacy with a partner or solo. hmm
1: That makes a ton of sense. And then my second question (laughs) was once you start squirting or like you've kind of figured out what makes you squirt, is it easier to get yourself there eventually? Like now I know exactly how to make myself orgasm if I'm masturbating. Is that kind of the same process with squirting?
2: um i think that for some women yes um but not for all women i think that their bodies can just be telling them different things so for example if i'm just really 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 horny um and i just want to masturbate to feel good and to release and i don't care about what the release is going to be it can be an orgasm ejaculation or squirting if i haven't been hydrated i'm not going to really count on my body to do that not even if i'm Exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm just not going to put that kind of pressure on myself knowing that I haven't even hydrated. You know, you have those days you're just like, ah. (laughs) Mm. I'm not bringing my water bottle today. I have not had a drop
0: of water today. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. You see the water and you see the toy and you're just like, toy it is. Toy it is. You know, so there, there shouldn't be an expectation for women to feel like once you start squirting, you have to squirt all the time. But some women, you know, yeah, some women are good. They know how to do a lot of stuff. And it, it's amazing, you know, when women tell their stories about not needing to be touched or penetrated to orgasm. It's such a beautiful thing. And it—that that is something that I want every woman to experience, to orgasm without being touched. That's a big one for me.
0: I think that sounds like yeah. magic. Sounds great. In yeah. the best way. I think <laughs> that is the definition
2: magical. of magic.
1: Sounds ideal. I,
2: I have reason to believe that we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, so I... I guess
0: one clarification for me, like, is it possible to squirt from like clitoral stimulation alone? Mm. Or does it really need to be like that G-spot stimulation slash activation? <laughs>
2: No, so it is definitely possible to to squirt from clitoral stimulation, and some some professionals think that it's more likely for women who want to try to squirt to try to do it uh, ex- through external pleasure by clitoral stimulation. So, if a woman you know knows that her body experiences a peak of a, a peak of pleasure through the through the clitoris, then she probably should try to. Allow herself to explore what what squirting could be like through that specific stimulation. But if she does know that she likes penetration, because some women are just like, you know, I like penetration. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I would encourage her to explore the G spot. But it varies from woman to woman. And that's why I'm just going to drop that in there. If there are any guys listening that like to have sex with women, <laughs> please do not assume that we are all the same. Mm. There, You cannot assume that all women are the same. Every orgasm is going to be different. How you get there is going to be different. She might not like what your last partner likes. So it's really important to communicate and figure out like, does she like? you know, clitoral stimulation, is that the way you're going to explore her different orgasms or does she like penetration? And what does that look like for both of you as partners? So I want, I had to sprinkle that in there. Cause oh, I need, I need, it. I need the partners yeah. to know we need to, we need to, this pleasure gap. We need to just
1: really tighten that shit up. Yeah. It up.
2: We're going <laughs> to tighten it up just as much as they want the vagina to be tight. We're going to go there. We're going to go there. Yes.
1: <sighs> <laughs> and I love how much you've brought up how different it is for each woman or each mm-hmm. vulva owner because that's so important to be like, you can do or attempt whatever you want to do. This isn't, mm-hmm. like, li- like, within limits. There's no boundaries around mm-hmm. your pleasure. So just fucking try whatever mm-hmm. you want to try if that's something that interests you. And I love how much you've brought that up within our questions and your work. I think that's so awesome. Yeah,
2: I, I, I try to really encourage them because I think that what happens and I try to encourage men as well, but I think what happens is like, we get so fixated in these boxes, like, yes. this is how I have to do it. And this is how my body is supposed to work. And it does us a disservice because mm-hmm. then we limit ourselves in, in the way that we explore in the way that we explore sexualities in our own bodies. And it's unfortunate, you know, because I, I again, I was taking a class on erectile dysfunction and, um, And for penis owners, you know, that box is really small. I mean, it's just like a I'm going to do this. I'm going to conquer. And it's like what about the pleasure? (laughs) Like, You know, it's just like they have this goal and they feel Mm -hmm. inadequate if they don't meet the goal but they forget about the journey. So I think a lot of what I've seen in the spaces that I'm in is us really encouraging pleasure and just enjoying the experience, enjoying your body, enjoying your partner's body um, and just seeing what you can do with it. I mean, I want to count more. Like, I mean, 14 orgasms sounds great, but (laughs) I mean, with the way vaginas are working and everyone's telling me to, you know, I'm learning more every Mm -hmm. day and even having the doctor talk about the G spot being able to shift. Mm -hmm. I was like, Thank you. I was yeah. now I don't feel so you know out of it for thinking that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a beautiful journey of of knowing that every woman is different, every vocal owner is different. So
0: I want to talk a little bit about the partner of the person squirting because I have so many questions. <laughs> My first one is if you have something inside of you, be it a penis, or if you're with a partner and there's like you know a toy. A toy if there's something like bigger inside of you and you squirt, does it like get backed up? <laughs> like ha- That just sounds like a lot inside of you. Like
1: how does that, happen? <laughs> how do you warn or talk about it?
2: <laughs> so in my experience, um, I do actually have to have my partner slowly come out to okay. let me finish releasing. But I will say this. It- it's kind of like when you're trying to like, if you if you guys have ever seen like in the movies, and I, I want to think of one, but I just know we've all seen one where they're trying to like stop a leak. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it's like to have a penis or a toy in there when okay. you are trying to squirt. That's it's exactly like trying to stop a leak. Yeah, but it's gonna, <laughs> but it kind of goes, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: right <laughs> it, to the eye,
2: <laughs> right in the eye. But it's better to slowly out to allow it to release and flow because it it, it actually for me personally is a little uncomfortable like mm-hmm. don't stop the flow like yeah. don't stop the flow let it flow
0: absolutely if, if
2: I could take a deep breath and let it flow don't stop the flow
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely that makes so much sense just yeah. biologically and mm-hmm. in every way yeah so Emma said don't get it in the eye if you do get it in your eye, does it burn?
2: I'm very happy that no one has come to me about that yet. Um, it, oh, okay. And I can't say if it hurts or not because I've not um, personally had any bodily fluids in my eye. And I'm terrified. I will be, I will be honest. I'm actually terrified. To have any bodily fluids in my eye. I just, I'm like, oh my God, my poor little eyes. (laughs) They didn't sign (laughs) up for this.
0: They have nothing
2: to do with
1: this.
2: (laughs) So yeah, I would encourage um, people to just try not to get in their eyes. But if you do, um, obviously, you know, rinse it out, make sure you get it out completely. And if need be, definitely go to a doctor just to make (laughs) sure. Things are okay because no one wants pink eye, and then people are like, Your eye's pink. What's going on? It
1: was the splash. Blinded by a pussy. What? I got
2: the splash. <laughs> I got the splash eye.
1: <laughs> Sounds kind of like an Sounds STD. like scurvy. <laughs> oh, or
0: scurvy. Yeah. We're on two different pages. Uh, oh, this is a lot. Well, on that same note, if, like, is it possible? This is a two part question. The first part, if somebody is going down on you, and like can you squirt from that?
2: Oh yes, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Um I think that it takes someone very talented and skilled. Yeah. Um but you know there are people who master who master oral and who have probably even mastered their body and that would be for uh the women who have, you know, that That pleasure and that desire to squirt from the clitoral stimulation. Mm -hmm. So again, it might be a woman that's like, I just know that's where all my pleasure comes from. I know that that's what gets me there. It is the clitoris. Mm -hmm. And your partner is like, all right, got you. I'm experienced. (laughs) I got this. And they handle it. They take care of it. It's really a really beautiful thing.
1: It really is.
0: That brings up a different second part to that question, mm. which I'm fine with and I'm happy with because we've been talking about like, you know, you can from clitoral stimulation, but it's like I like that's usually how I masturbate is like clitoral stimulation. But I've never felt like even close to squirting or anything like that. So is there something that's like not working or like what is the step that I need to take to like turn it in that direction? Does that make sense?
2: Hmm. Um, so one thing you can do is you can kind of like lift the skin back a little bit. Okay, and start to play with what that feels like, and it doesn't need a lot of pressure because these are nerves we're yeah. talking about. You know, the cl- the clitoris holds so many nerves. So if you just pull that that skin back just a little bit and then lightly start to massage it, see what that feels like, and please let me know because okay. that, that was the trick <laughs> right that up, when I discovered. I was like, oh, skin that gives me the same squirting sensation as. The, as as the penetration. And I was like, okay, there we go. Okay.
0: That's it. I'm so glad that I asked that because I thought maybe I was just like not. I Okay, I'm so
1: happy. Here, my notes say, pull skin back, let Shay know.
0: <laughs> yep. yes. So, yes. Sounds, <laughs> set a reminder in your
1: phone. <laughs> okay, great. Well, the actual second part of
0: that question that I originally had thought of, so if somebody's going down on you and you squirt, like oh, should yeah. you give them a lot of forewarning? Like be like, back up! Cause, <laughs> or is it okay to get in their mouth? like?
2: so i'll be i wouldn't say it that way that is a conversation you should have way before um your Mm -hmm. partner goes down on you and the reason why is because some people don't like that Mm -hmm. some people Mm -hmm. do not like it and i think that um reciprocity has to be a really big thing Mm -hmm. in sex and i mean we've heard women say it for years like you know don't come in my mouth or don't come on my face like or you know (laughs) women are like no like Turn around, run to the corner. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want this near <laughs> me. <laughs> to the
1: corner, to corner, to the <laughs> corner, to the corner
2: to Your cum corner. You. <laughs> corner. <laughs> corner, go <laughs> to your There's just a bucket. <laughs> so I think that that's something that should be talked about way beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like if you are a squirter, and again, let them know. Like no pressure. I'm not you know requiring you know to squirt i would like to orgasm to some capacity be that ejaculation orgasm or squirting but i want to forewarn you that i'm a squirter so Mm -hmm. if for any reason i mess up sheets face (laughs) t-shirts beards Mm. um we love a beard Um, beard. i apologize in advance is that okay with you
1: you know I don't want to be responsible for any property damages
2: (laughs) absolutely not
1: how should you respond if someone thinks that it's gross
2: that is a tough one because I mean Um, everyone's
1: allowed to have their preference and I guess I get that but also if it's something natural I don't want to feel like ashamed of the fact that my body naturally does something
2: yeah and and I think that the response is up to you. I think mm-hmm. that it has more to do with how comfortable you are with accepting that this is your partner's yuck. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like I said, even though it's natural for men to ejaculate, there are some women that are just like, mm, yep, nope, don't, don't want to see it. Don't mm-hmm. want to touch it. Um, so it, it depends on, you know, the woman. If you feel like, Hey, look, I can squirt and my partner does not like it. That doesn't work for me. Then, then, you know, that's a conversation you have to have with yourself. Do you want to continue a sexual relationship with this person? Or are you looking to, you know, explore what that looks like outside of your partner?
1: That's fair.
0: Yeah. It's like when you switched it around in like the, you know, I don't want a guy to come in my mouth. It's like, oh, that gives me a perspective <laughs> I should have had on it that mm-hmm. I wasn't
1: thinking of it. Yeah, so. You mean? Like, I appreciate that. What were you thinking? Like they should all like be it's okay my body. It. So you right. should be OK
0: with it. I feel like
1: if it was my perfect world and i could design everyone's reaction it should be like i'm totally fine with it i just have a preference of where you do it mm-hmm. maybe yeah
2: you know i agree but also, i agree 100 percent.
1: yeah so i feel like that's totally fair Yeah, because
0: if it's a water bottle full i feel like breathing
1: would be you know it'd be hard because then you're just like sticking your face in a fountain yeah which i mean would, could be refreshing which could be what people want but if you don't then just let me know that's a face-washed. face
2: wash you'd be surprised a squirt can definitely do some things and the amounts are real like though they may be exaggerated on porn the amounts can definitely um be up there Mm
1: -hmm. you mentioned too when we talked about it in porn that you can fake it or they fake it often in porn what it what does that entail like a um, i have one theory
2: I i think that they might um Put just put water in there. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually seen a girl shoot beer out of her vagina after <laughs> like swallowing it. Oh, talking about
0: party tricks!
2: Party tricks. That's a party trick. That's a party trick. A party trick. <laughs> um, so I think that yeah, they're just taking a water bottle, putting water up there. They have her hold it for a bit, and then she just kind of
1: gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. Now, yeah, well, no. now I want to do research. Stare. <laughs> Is that a water or is that real? (laughs) Is that water?
0: (laughs) I did see one. um, I think it was kind of like a behind the scenes type Netflix documentary. And they told it was like a girl who was new to porn and they told her that it was pee. And so they told her to pee. They do
2: sometimes do that as well.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like water. I think that feels like a feels better. Yeah.
2: You know, they'll do what they have to do for the money shot. Unfortunately. Really wish it wasn't like that, um, but you know, it's an industry. It makes a lot of money, and it has a lot of consumers. So, yeah, you know, changing changing that lens is going to take a lot of work from everyone. From you know, educators like myself, therapists from content creators like yourself, just having these conversations and letting the public know like, hey, you know, it's okay if this is not what you're experiencing in your bedroom because it's not real. (laughs) You know, we we don't need to create these insecurities for no reason. We have enough to worry about. That's just really shouldn't be one of them. So we
1: have real shit to worry about besides fucking... Bodily fluids, whatever. And literally, yeah. every topic we've approached that I've initially had like hesitations about, just in terms of like, how comfortable am I saying this? My mindset has shifted 180 degrees every single time because you get educated about it, you normalize it, you talk about how maybe you're already doing it, anyways, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just the more conversations we have about this, the more people like you that open up the space for it. I think that's just creating such beautiful, pleasurable world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that makes me so happy.
0: Yeah, we talk Mm -hmm. about it on social media. I feel like we see those social media of like – this is what I post, but this is what I actually look like. And, like, we need to be doing that with porn, which is what we're doing right now. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's what we're seeing. But it's so taboo to even, like, talk about porn or to talk about, like, watching porn, I feel like specifically as women. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? It's just, like, this other... There's so many complicated layers to it. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important to have these conversations of, like, you're seeing that, and I know you don't want to talk about it, but it's not real. So here's what is real, whether or not you want to try and squirt or whether you're going to apply literally anything from this episode to your life at least now when you see it sometime in the future or you hear about it like you know the true context of
1: yeah.
0: it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 100%. I, I couldn't agree more, especially with the part you know talking about um women not having these conversations and women not you know, talking about certain things because it's so, like, taboo and it's, like, you're afraid. But, you know, I've really had to, like, step out and, I mean, even you guys, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we've all had to, like, step over that. I'm a woman. Like, can I really talk about this? And we're just, like, you know what? Mm -hmm. yeah we can and we should um, because we're participants Mm -hmm. like why would I participate in something that I can't talk about I think that's really weird I think that's just a when I approach it like that people are like I think it makes them mad because in their mind they really want to be able to say like you're a woman this is not a lady thing like and I'm like well you have sex don't you like don't we all have sex you know so why wouldn't we be able to talk about something that we all partake in Um, and I think that a, a, a lens like that Helps to destigmatize a lot of things. I think that so we're not shaming people and we're not feeling shamed ourselves for doing something. We do this. This mm-hmm. is what people do. So I think I mean we we talk about work. Okay, the thing some people don't even like their job, but here we go talking about something we don't even like.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is. That's an amazing like one liner to say to like any sort of conversation that starts to feel really shameful. It's like, why wouldn't I talk about shit that I do? Like mm-hmm. that I participate in. That that's so that's so good. And I'm gonna say bye Shay after I say that yeah. all the time. <laughs> That's so perfect. If you had to leave us with anything, do you have any last thing that we didn't cover that you would love to like throw into this episode about squirting or our bodies or whatever? Women, women.
2: Women. <laughs> 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 uh, I would just say, you know, I always say like health and consent are like the priorities in the spaces that I occupy. I definitely want people to understand that like you can see my Instagram, you can see the topics that I talk about or the polls that I, you know, put on my stories, but really step into the space and step into our rooms because we really try to provide, you know, not only entertaining and exciting conversation but we really try to educate people on you know health and consent that's a really big one for us Uh, my team right now they hosted a room I I couldn't be there but it was on consent and that's something we want to continue to have a conversation about I was we all unanimously agreed that one conversation around consent just wasn't enough Mm -hmm. so we might just like you know, make it an ongoing conversation because there's just so much to unpack. Uh, but again, like I said, just knowing that that consent, that agency, that safety, that health is all a part of the conversation when we talk about sex. I just think that's something that people should, you know, keep in the forefront of their minds.
1: Absolutely. Could not
0: agree more. Mm-hmm. So where can our listeners continue to connect with you? Because,
2: because they're going to absolutely want
1: to, want to. 100%. <laughs>
2: For anyone that's on Twitter, you guys can find me at Talk Sex with Shay. Uh, My clubhouse is going to be the same name, Talk Sex with Shay. You guys can find me on YouTube at Shay Daily. That's S H A E D A I L Y. And if you guys are on Instagram, you can find me at Shay Is Love. That's S H A E I S L O V E.
1: Did you also squish your pants after this episode? <laughs> yes,
0: you did. I have squish senses.
1: I have squish senses. So fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love like getting a refresher on things that I don't do mm-hmm. in the bedroom, mm-hmm. um, but that are out there and that tons of people do. And who knows? Maybe I'll squish. Uh, maybe I'll squish my next pants year. some other time. Yeah. Um, so I hope you enjoyed uh, run around with Shay one more time. Thank you. I always feel funny saying thank you because they didn't, they don't really know. They don't really know that they're here. But um, thank you, Shay, for just sharing your wisdom with the world. And thank mm-hmm. you to our listeners for hanging out on our last month our Summer Rewind.
0: Yeah. We love you. You can leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts to tell us how much you love us. You can uh, give a little rating rate on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, you can go flick the bean and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Totally. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was me this time. We're together. And you didn't even. Okay. One, two, three. Ugh.